Hi, and welcome to the Just Move podcast. I'm Mike Sims. And I'm Justin Bergman. And today we're going to explore a bit of Justin's history and movement. Yay, us. So we, we touched on it a bit in the intro, but I think we'll just go into your movement evolution. So starting from when you were growing up. Awesome. Yeah. So I spoke a little about sort of the path that took me from being then to now. And luckily, I was not sort of born in an ultra modern world or environment where this was out of the ordinary. It would be normal for me to run around and play and get dirty and fight and, and play sports and especially having brothers growing up, that was an everyday thing. So my, if you can call it, development in training and moving came from just that, just naturally being a kid and being exposed to the different things in my environment. So there was never going to be a time where I was not active in some way. And I could relate it to just the being middle class, sort of, walking to school most days, sometimes having a bicycle. And if I had a lift or not, it didn't really matter. It didn't change the fact that I had to get to school. And lots of free time on your hands after school meant I was messing around with a dodgy soccer ball, uh, getting into fights with people that wanted to fight me for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, exploring things with my brothers or friends. Uh, but at least from a young age, I was always interested in doing martial arts or other singular sports like gymnastics. So growing up, I did a wide variety of sports. So when I was younger, I did anything from team sports, soccer, cricket. I had a very brief stint playing hockey when I was young, athletic training with uh, inter-house competitions and things like that. And in spare time, as much as I loved playing video games, I was playing outside more with my brothers and swimming and making up things as we went. So that was very normal for me growing up, always active, always out there, luckily. Then as I went more towards high school, you know, you kind of focus a little more on your sports, uh, probably just from society's normal expectations of doing things, taking part in more competitions, things like that. So in high school, I predominantly played soccer and volleyball, but I was still, I just finished doing gymnastics training after a few years. And then I'd always been interested in sort of break dancing and martial arts. I did karate when I was young as well. In high school, I specifically remember starting to do ninjutsu from about, I think I was 14 or 15. I started doing that. And then that along with sports and all the other things going on, I was always active. Then after school, I was one of those guys who thought, okay, don't really know what I'm doing don't have a set plan. I'm not necessarily globally minded. Always homegrown. Simple things are fine for me. And I decided to study fitness is what they call it. Essentially to be able to train an apparently healthy individual. And that progressed into doing a diploma in sports conditioning. And in that second year when I was doing sports conditioning, I just had a major shift in what I was doing with my life, okay? I'm not a kid anymore. I need to 
you know, be able to sustain myself. But at the same time, couldn't imagine doing something where I was in an office or particularly stagnant in the day. So I really had a mind shift in terms of, okay, now that I have myself and my capabilities just because of constantly playing sports and doing martial arts training, I can really use this and I have an advantage in terms of just how I think. And that with my personality and with my sort of, I suppose, studious nature, I became a bit more of a geek when it came to the body and what it could do. It became fascinating. And it came through in the way that I dealt with people from young professional days. So after studies, I went straight to the nearest gym, did an interview, and didn't matter what they said, I was going to be training people, whether it was there or whether it was any other way that I could. And young gun with fresh out of college knowledge, I did it. So since 2008, officially I was a personal trainer. That's what I did for a long time. In the gym, out the gym, at people's homes, anything like that. Okay, so as of sort of 2008, out of college and training people either in gyms or in home facilities. And then how, so how long were you doing sort of the more conventional, we'll call it conventional. Yeah, conventional is a good word. College-based training before discovering So further. I think, yeah, thanks. So I think having just studied and sort of starting out as a yuppie, young up-and-coming professional, I had to sort of play it safe and sort of give people somewhat what they were expecting, but obviously unconsciously giving it in my own way and making my own mark within that industry. So I'll be training people in that environment with what was there at my disposal. With this mindset of truly and honestly trying to just help people in this way. And the more I've gone and the more I've helped people in this way, the more that is the main goal. So whereas back then it, it was just kind of happening, now it still happens in that way, but I know with way more experience and way more intention, that is the goal. So I was doing that for, since 2008, and started to do a lot more other things, you know, as I got more experience, as I got more of a client base, with doing lots of extra courses, lots of extra minor certificates on, you know, kettlebell training or uh, sports-specific training or advanced anatomy, things like that. I was always doing extra studying, extra courses through the years. The more I got to equip myself with these things and gave it to people. And it was great because it didn't matter where I was or who I was seeing, I could always give them something to do that would aid in their goals or just help them understand their own bodies better. And I love that. I love helping people. I love making connections in that way because otherwise I don't think I'm particularly good at that kind of stuff. So the more I got experience, the more I kind of had time to develop my own sort of specific, almost a brand, sort of a, a way that people knew if you wanted this thing, you go to that guy. You go to that weird guy who doesn't just use a pull-up bar for pull-ups. He's doing all these weird other movements on it. Because again, just because again, you can go join that weird guy and you're welcome. And I loved it. So I started to sort of embrace this idea of having fun and being willing to get out of your comfort zone. All the while still doing martial arts. By this time, I've been 
getting a lot more experience in kung fu training. I started kung fu more or less when I started studying, and I kept it going for seven plus years. So that as well. So that and being a bit more aware of my impact on people, and I started to. I wouldn't say change my thinking, but sort of evolve my thinking or tap into things that were always there and start to try and get people to just sort of get out of the gym more, to try something new, to get out in nature a bit more because I'm very aware of the, the benefit of that. And, you know, when you learn about it, you start to understand more and more why it's good to do it. And like I said earlier, I was just lucky that that was normal for me growing up. And then coincidentally, I started to think more of a brand and I started to try out different ways of moving. So I would consciously go and try the sport, learn some skills and then see how it goes. And I'd usually be pretty quick to learn, probably because I've always been okay at learning physical skills, but because I'd always been active and then consciously could train and strengthen myself or work in this range until I could get it. And in this process, I happened upon something that's not too well known, but certainly has expanded a lot over the years, something called parkour. And parkour, a whole nother day conversation I could go on about, is something that really, really has impacted my life since then. And not in a way where it came in and changed things. It came in and it, it was something that in some kind of destiny or energy of the universe way was the thing that I could find that suited the way I think and the way that I approach life and the way that I approach my training, the way that I approach problem solving, things like that. And I started hanging out with guys who were a bit more established in Cape Town who had a bit of skills. But of course, the guys who were really good at this thing or had more insight were not in this country. Or if they were, they were just visiting. So I got more and more into that and I sort of researched more about it and I, I really dived into the world of what parkour is. Alongside this though, there's a lot of connection between what parkour training is and what could be called natural movement training. And that alone has its own history and it doesn't really matter how we define things, but they were quite linked. So I started training more in this way and I came across MoveNet and more or less the same time some uh, company called Parkour Generations. They're, they're the leaders in the education of coaches of parkour training in the world. So I found out more about that and from then, at the time I was still a personal trainer, I started to do a lot more training in that way and even though it wasn't completely new to me, it gave me a completely different outlook on how I approach what I'm doing every day. So I was still a professional, I was still having clients, but I was unashamedly shifting my own self and shifting my services in that direction. And for the most part, it worked great. Some people were happy to just still go to the gym, all good. Other people were open to these sort of more lateral ways of thinking to get out of their comfort zones, which these uh, parkour especially and natural movement training really helped to do with. And not just in a way that was floating in the air, but in a tangible, uh, real way with techniques and 
processes and ways that you can progress someone beyond just, you know, okay, I'm doing this and I don't know why. There's not a specific reason. It's just uh, this goal or that reason. So that really helped me sort of lean more towards movement training in general, something I'd been doing most of my life, but now, okay, I realize this is what I'm going to do. And it kind of led me to do, you know, the training I was always doing and integrating it into exploration, into discovery, into challenges that I'd never done before. And it's quite funny because you could say that I started to do parkour training quite late in my life, and it's true, but it's more like everyone does it in some capacity. You just stop doing it somewhere along the line. So I really tapped into that side, and it's one of the things that really just was the catalyst for me traveling more, the catalyst for me sort of delving more into giving workshops on specific things, how to crawl, how to climb, how to move silently, all these things. So yeah, that led me to the last couple of years doing a lot more traveling, and I'd love to talk more about that, but essentially seeking out somewhat of a mentor, some person or group or any place where I could learn more about parkour, about natural movement, or anything really that could expand what has happened to the way I'm thinking about this and the way that I approach my professional skills. And that's where I am now. Past few years traveling more, but coming back to somewhat of a base in order to grow what Just Move will be. And that's the plan. <laughs>